0: All right, Scott Ritchie has submitted all his ballots, his All-American ballots, his All-Big Ten ballots, and he's picked his player of the year.
1: It's Io and while he might not win it, there's Luca Garza after all, I felt comfortable voting for the Illinois guard.
0: All right, Ritchie will explain his thinking. He'll look ahead to the Big Ten tournament. He'll weigh in on this Big Ten championship mess. In this week's podcast, Inside Atlanta Basketball, Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On the Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management. Central Illinois' Retirement Specialist, 356-1400.
1: Pia Sports Bar & Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's.
0: Oh, it's a good, good Monday morning here in the podcast booth. You know why? Because Scott Ritchie has decided to join us after all. Our uh, our famous beat writer was uh, tinkering with the idea of big-timing us today. Apparently he was on ESPN on Saturday night, and in lieu of that, he says, I don't have to do a stinking podcast with you, Jim Rosso. I'm Scott Ritchie, doggone it.
1: Yeah, well, one, I'm pretty sure I've never spoken in the third person in my life. But two, yeah, apparently I was, you know, my voice was briefly, briefly on SportsCenter Saturday night. Um, They played a clip of Brett Underwood off a question I asked him following the win against Ohio State, and, you know, he mentioned my name, and then at the end, I guess you could hear me say, thanks, Brad. Mm. So, you know, my, my fame is spreading, apparently.
0: Oprah who? Scott Ritchie dominated TV over the weekend is what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, I'll have the next interview with the disgruntled Royals. All
0: right, I am Jim Rosso. This is Inside Lineup Basketball. That is Scott Ritchie, who has created a stir kind of pretty much all weekend. Uh, and, and why not? What a crazy, crazy finish to the regular season. Ritchie tweeting out that Trent Frazier uh, had a – had a poster, if you will, saying Big Ten champs after the win at Ohio State. That seemed to have caught on.
1: Yeah, to to put it lightly. Um, yeah, not really a poster. It was more uh, a legal pad and with Big Ten champions and Sharpie. But uh, certainly making a statement, and yeah, I tweeted that out as soon as I saw him hold up the, the sign over his head after they beat Ohio State, and, uh, my mentions became an interesting place. Basically, it was the home, the new home for the Illinois fans versus the Michigan fans battle.
0: All right, so Illinois fans are against uh, are uh, waging a war against Michigan fans, Michigan State fans, from the clubbing uh, Ohio State fans. I guess Iowa fans. Is there anybody that Illinois fans are getting along with these days?
1: Um. The. Twelve or thirteen Northwestern fans out there. Okay, uh, maybe I don't. You know, Nebraska, the folks in Nebraska, no, I, no beef with them. And no, I mean beef. we always hear from you know Bob Osmondson that Nebraska fans are the yeah they the kindest miss. out there. Right. Um, and I mean they like they won seven games this year, so they really aren't involved in any conversation. But uh, you know, Illinois fans and Illinois basketball players, Illinois coach Brad Underwood um, making their claim that hey maybe they're at least co Big Ten champs with Michigan. Now, you know, I sort of played into that over the weekend, you know, was driving a little bit of the conversation, giving the people what they want on Twitter. Let's just be honest. However, you know, the Big Ten you know re- released its tournament bracket last night on Sunday night, um, and mentioned that you know, Michigan was the number one seed and was the Big Ten Regular season champion, and by virtue of winning percentage, I think point eight two three to Illinois point eight zero zero, Michigan does claim the title. Then there's the fact that they played three fewer games, which is where the quote unquote controversy comes into play. Um, like I get it; it was a, it's been a really good season for Illinois basketball. I think there's a lot to celebrate there, so I, I can see. Where yeah maybe uh, they aren't considered maybe a champion but also just maybe like take a little time step back understand that Illinois fans you just watched a really impressive regular season this team looks like it's primed to make a run in the Big Ten tournament and NCAA tournament enjoy that a little bit leave the things you can't control you know I'm gonna I'm gonna quote John Gross here control what you can control Illinois fans and. Who the Big Ten champion is is not one of those things. You just quoted John Gross. Yeah, you know, a throwback to my early days on the beat where I heard that. Scary um, incessantly. <laughs> well, let's, let's be honest.
0: All right, the whole thing that I think sets people off is that they're a half game ahead in the baseball, yeah, I mean, in the standings. I mean, if you
1: look I at the think, the standings, that's the
0: that's the one that's hard. To Illinois is in
1: second and a half game ahead, and you're like, how does that compute? And it, and it doesn't really, but. It was a college basketball season in a pandemic. So things are kind of crazy. Well, maybe
0: they, Illinois takes the, you know, the Kentucky approach. You remember the team that lost a a Duke on the Christian Leitner miracle shot? Uh, That was the team that brought Kentucky back. And they're treated like NCAA champions to this day in Lexington unofficially. Yeah. mind you, so maybe this team will gain that kind of reputation, that kind of hold. Well,
1: I think they already have that reputation, like, especially I would assume like he brought Illinois basketball back. He can do no wrong. Um, I mean, the funny thing was, like, Michigan fans really got into their feelings in my mentions over the weekend, but the the funniest one, I guess, that I saw multiple times was that Illinois fans were giving off some real UFC, UCF football vibes where UCF went undefeated you know, with Scott Frost, I guess. what. I don't, how many years ago that was and you know didn't play for the national title and then just gave themselves a trophy so that kind of made me laugh but uh it got to the point where there's so many replies and quote tweets is like i couldn't keep up with all that thank you trim fraser for providing me my most viral tweet ever
0: all right follow scott he's underrated on twitter doggone it scott richie is and uh being at the games in this instance uh, as opposed to not uh, doing it remotely like many other beat writers um, Our resources paid off.
1: Yeah, because Trent was like 30 feet from me Mm -hmm. and walking towards me with the sign, so I I had a pretty good view of it there.
0: Good. Well, Scott Ritchie is headed to Indianapolis this week along with uh, Colin Likas, Robin Scholes, and best yet, Ed Bond is going to Indianapolis. All right, Scott Ritchie? So you behave yourself because Ed will report to me if you were to violate any of the standards set forth by the Big Ten and by the News Gazette.
1: Well, I don't think there's much risk of that happening, but good to know who the Narcs are.
0: <laughs> Ed Bond is going with Brian Barnhart, Deion Thomas. They're going to go and uh, broadcast live from uh, the big stadium, as it will, and it's going to be spaced out, man.
1: Yeah, I've never covered a basketball game in a football stadium. Oh, it's before. weird. I am i don't like watching it on TV. It's weird. So
0: That's got me worried, in fact, a little bit. About this momentum Illinois has garnered here as of late. I'll say because they haven't done it either, right? It's just a weird setting with uh, backdrops, uh, no uh, weird fans set up.
1: It's just tricky. Yeah, it will not be, you know, your typical Big Ten tournament. But let's just again maybe be thankful that the Big Ten tournament. Knock on wood. Cross all your fingers and toes is going to happen this year
0: okay let's get the good news see maybe illinois is getting a little reverse karma for them with joe wieskamp and uh, uh eli brooks both uh, injured yesterday key cogs in the teams that represent the biggest challenges by seedings at least all right so that's the good news
1: yeah and there's really no clarity on whether either of those guys will play you know this week in indy um
0: I would doubt either, just uh, when you throw the boot on the players. and, the, yeah, and No we, offense to the Big Ten tournament. Uh, the NCAA tournament still holds a little more sway.
1: Yeah, and, and Wieskamp had that boot on at halftime. Like yeah. They weren't messing around. Um, I'd say it's a bigger loss for Iowa not to have mm-hmm. him. than I mean, Eli Brooks is maybe one of you know, Michigan's better you know, perimeter defenders. But they've got guys that can, they can still score. There's just going to be some more high-scoring games for Michigan. Um yeah, Iowa could be in trouble because it's sort of like losing, like when they lost C.J. Frederick and couldn't win, but this is like a little worse.
0: All right, now here's the here's the bad news. Is this fragile fan base equipped for Tuesday's announcements of the all Big Ten teams that uh, the ballots were submitted on Sunday and I'm afraid, I might be wrong, that Luca Garza is going to be player of the year?
1: He probably will be. Um, yeah, I'm not sure the Illinois fans are ready for, for maybe another blow to their, their psyche, unless they can use it as sort of the uh, you know, nobody-believes-in-us motivation. Um, you know, Turn it like Brad Underwood has done on his players at various points you know, in the season and sparked a run where they won 11 of their last 12 games and beat three ranked teams on the road in a row to end the season. But yeah, I submitted my ballot uh early Sunday afternoon. Um, they were due l- last night and uh hopefully I will f- forestall you know any Illinois fans tracking me down with pitchforks and torches because I voted for Iowa to sumo as Big Ten player of the year.
0: Explain and now this uh, this is a ballot not given to everybody, but select
1: Beat writers who uh, yeah just uh, media members from across the conference okay. vote in it and and they, I, I voted it actually in two separate ones one run by the Big Ten one, and then one a smaller one is just one beat writer per school uh, for the Associated Press okay and I mean obviously I voted for IO in both of them the same
0: they asked for what five players a coach of the year a player of the year I need to know the whole ballot here Richie all right don't be holding it back okay well they're different the the AP don't I don't care about the AP okay give me the Big
1: Ten. So Big 10 asked for a first, second and a third team. All right. So 15 players. I got time. You want me to go through the the whole shebang here. Uh my first team. Okay. Uh i would assume. Good call. No surprise there. Luka Garza. Okay. Kofi Coburn. Okay. EJ Liddell. Okay. And here's where I might catch flack from you and maybe the Big 10 fan bases in general. But I put Franz Wagner from Michigan as my fifth because I think he's their best player as long as he's not playing Illinois where he scored two points. Or Michigan State
0: where he was bad. He, he did not have a good finish to the season. I mean,
1: I get where he was quote-unquote bad, but yep. he still, I mean, scored in double figures. And who do you edge out on your ballot? Then I'll be mad. Well, it was going to be Trace Jackson-Davis. Oh, you're good. All right. You're saying like, individually, certainly right. worthy. But, I mean, Indiana went right. the tank at the end Can't of the season. Yep. All right. Who's on your second team? So, second team, Trace Jackson-Davis. Okay. Uh, Joe Wieskamp. Okay. Isaiah Levers. Okay. From Michigan. Um, Trevion Williams from Purdue. Okay. And Hunter Dickinson, also from Michigan. Okay.
0: Third team?
1: Some of your favorites. Marcus Carr's coming. Here. Marcus here comes, Carr. Here
0: comes my Rutgers representation, uh, Ron Harper Jr. No.
1: <laughs> I mean, those two guys. Like, oh, they're great. Two months ago, like we were talking about them as.
0: No, you were talking about
1: them. I was not the only. I mean, in this room, I was the only one talking about them. But more so in the big, across the Big Ten, those guys were like first team caliber players, all Big Ten first team. Uh, speaking of going to the tank, like Minnesota, I don't know what right. happened there. And also made a little bit of records. So those two uh, Micah Potter from Wisconsin. Just just go ahead. Join Washington Jr. from Ohio State. I'll give you that one. And my last pick, who had he started playing like he did the last dozen games or so earlier in the year, would have been much higher and his team would have been better. Aaron Henry from Michigan State. Hmm. Had a great finish. To Fair this enough. Season. Not a very good yeah. start. Fair enough.
0: All right, so Scott Ritchie uh, and many others submitted that. Do they ask for a player of the year, a coach they ask of the year? For get, they'll give me the individual Player of the ones.
1: year, coach of the year, and freshman of the year. Okay. And we have to pick three. Okay, three each. Three One, each. two, and three? Yeah, okay. you rank them All right. accordingly. So for Big Ten, we'll start freshman of the year. We'll save the big one for last. Freshman of the year, uh I had Hunter Dickinson from Michigan and okay. one. Andre Carbello. Illinois point guard number mm-hmm. two and then the third was going to be I mean it could have been any number of players many of them from Purdue but I went with their big guy Zahidi you're wrong on that one but if you if you look at his advanced numbers I just said you're wrong it makes sense but you wouldn't do that so <laughs> well, our listeners if you want to check out his advanced numbers you'll kind of understand where I'm coming from coach of the year okay uh, one Juwan Howard okay two Brett Underwood okay three Matt Painter okay no argument there yeah I've seen the argument for Brett Underwood over Juwan Howard but uh, Illinois was picked to win the Big Ten and they half did I suppose um, Michigan was like I think picked middle of the pack and became one of the best teams in the country Anyway, player of the year, number one for me, Io DeSumo, okay, Because and I'll get my argument out of the way early for people that, when I question it, Iowa fans, what Io did this year, averaging better than 20 points, six rebounds, five assists, had not been accomplished since Evan Turner in what was it, 2009-10 season where he was the Big Ten Player of the Year and swept all of the National Player of the Year honors. He's a better defender than Luka, and to as sort of the icing on the cake, just delivered more moments where he's like, you, look, you watch him play, as like, okay, I understand why he's one of the best players in the country. Luka was second, and three it's Kofi Coburn. I only had two of the best three players in the Big Ten, in my estimation, and I think other people's too.
0: All right, Scott Rich is also our AP Top 25 voter. The All-American teams...
1: That ballot is due. Um, got that email last night. It's due at the end of this week.
0: Okay, so nothing really that happens this week influences maybe.
1: It really won't. Okay, um, um, and I, I actually I submitted my All American ballot for the U.S. Basketball Riders Association yesterday because it was due. Okay, so I it, O first it, team Kofi. Well, that one's a little different. Because we don't vote for three set teams. It's just give me your best 15 players. Oh, that's easy. No Iowa pressure. and Kofi were both yeah. on my list. Okay. For AP, you have to split it between first team, second team, third team. Um, I haven't really gone through my 15 to narrow that down totally yet, yeah, but Iowa will be first team. And I think Kofi will, he hasn't been at his best at the end of the season, so I think he's kind of slipped to third team all-american which i mean that's still pretty impressive but there's some other big guys that will be ahead of him um luca garza obviously uh, evan mobley freshman center at usc um, and maybe even uh, i can't see where it falls but uh, charles bassey the center at western kentucky has put up a terrific season averaging double double plus three plus blocks a game but kofi's in the mix
0: Good stuff, follow along, 6 a.m., com. Good morning, Illini Nation. you will explain all his ballots, all his voting, as he does every week. He had Illinois up to number three in the AP Top 25 this week. That's where they
1: wound up. That's where they wound Easy up. Easy
0: call, right?
1: Yeah, and it wasn't that close in terms of the, the total points either in Illinois. Well, I, I suppose it's fairly close, but there's a reasonable gap between Illinois at three and Michigan at four, which mm-hmm. makes sense because Illinois beat Michigan by a lot mm-hmm. in Ann
0: Arbor. All right. They're a number one seed, I've been told.
1: Yeah, I think that's... The lock. Regardless of what happens right. this week. Is that, again, how
0: good is an, having a number one seed? You know, what's
1: the... Virginia would tell you it can be tricky. Right. But that's not going to happen. But that's only happened one time in the history of the NCAA tournament. Um, It's just... If you're the one, you get a little separation in your region from teams that could beat you, because mm-hmm. you got the eight nine in the second round. So I think there's, I mean, there's value, all right. it, But
0: recruiting value, I guess, more than anything.
1: Yeah, you could just say, hey, we were number one. you get,
0: you get past that first round, that second round, all you got. Sixteen good teams. Yeah, that can beat you.
1: But at the end of the year, there's only four that can say. We were the number one seed. There you go.
0: All right, teams that I'm worried about, because this stuff keeps me up late at night, Scott Ritchie, as you know by my texts, Arkansas scares me. The dude who's ripping his shirt off again.
1: (laughs) Eric Musselman, he's uh, a character.
0: They're going to be a two seed, would you say? Um, Have they elevated that much?
1: I don't think the... Because there's a lot that goes into seeding. The advance numbers aren't quite as high for Arkansas. And a lot of that's sort of due to they really just mailed in their non-conference schedule. Right. Like they didn't challenge themselves at all. But they've won 11 of 12, just like Illinois has. Now, the SEC's not as strong as the Big Ten, but that's still impressive. And they beat Alabama in that, that run. They're probably more a three. Because okay. Alabama's probably still a two.
0: They still scare me. Here's it. How about this for a second weekend matchup? Number one Illinois,
1: number four Kansas. <laughs> uh, I mean, that would be be interesting. Okay, because I can't remember the last time Illinois played one of the the formers. You know, the former the NCAA
0: tournament back in the uh, back when they were in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I think it was in Tulsa. Maybe they ran into Kansas. And yeah.
1: So uh, got smoked. Been a while little payback, maybe. But Kansas, again, scares me. I mean, they're not the, they don't have the talent that Bill Self's Mm -hmm. more recent teams have had. But, you know, after, you know, they lost enough to fall off of the, fall out of the AP Top 25 in January. I mean, they've won eight of their last 11 games, Mm so.
0: Okay. Can I give you one other team that? Scares me. Sure. Ooh. A Loyola. <laughs> Why
1: is that? Um,
0: They still got that big guy who was part of their Cameron years yeah years well, ago. He was, a,
1: he was a freshman, true freshman, in the, the 2018 Final Four run. All right. And a former News Gazette All-State first-team selection out of uh, Jacobs. And I don't think... That's funny because I think the advanced numbers are better for this Loyola team than they were for the, the 2018 version. Yep, that is that is true. I just looked it up. Um, but I think I liked that 2018 team better. They just had more more dudes. Um, but Cameron Crutwood's an old-school throwback type player, and he's got a really terrible-slash-great mustache. So it's, I think they'll be a tough out. But I don't know that they scare okay.
0: me too much. And I'm just hey, can I can I have an opinion on this podcast? Is that all right? Without sure. you getting all
1: yeah I mean, uppity. Well, just when I you know, correct, my ad- my advanced numbers don't... when I correct you, it's not being uppity; it's just being factual, advanced, and right.
0: Ed Bond is with me; he's on my side. The producer of this show is on my side.
1: I'd like to welcome you to the 21st century. Where I go
0: by feel,
1: so you're a big right. you're a big eye test guy. Yes. Aren't you? Yeah, yeah, w- worthless, <laughs> wow. or uh, not worthless, but way over and influ- in- emphasized.
0: Scott Reggie heading over on Friday morning to the Big Ten tournament, where according to his mock bracket that he'll fill out in your News Gazette this weekend, he has Illinois winning it. I've just made that decision for you. Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> good thing. Well, if you would have checked out the website this morning on our as our countdown to selection Sunday continued. I list listed four potential favorites for the NCAA, or for the Big Ten tournament. Okay. In order and I had Illinois the Way at the top.
0: Well yeah. It's not my my biggest worry in this whole mess would be the the first round game. Because I was gonna be a shell. Wisconsin if they beat I was
1: Wisconsin's not very good. How no. I, can I can I Say that I was like the first one out there on that, like four weeks ago when I dropped Wisconsin out of the top twenty-five because I realized, hey, they're not beating anybody, and they're losing. I'll to all give the you good that teams.
0: one, Scott Ritchie,
1: Brad Davison. Shout out, got another flagrant on Sunday. That was uh, a bad, that was a tough finish to watch. I was just, I was working on my postseason award stuff, so I wasn't. I was just only sort of halfway paying attention. Was not surprised that that Brad Davison was called for another flagrant. Okay.
0: Here's my the only team that worries me in the Big Ten tournament. I'll give you a couple. Okay. Purdue because I kind of admire Purdue what they did this year.
1: Okay. It was, I mean a surprising run, really, from what Matt Painter had to work with. Why? How about, how about this? How about how about Maryland? Now, I know they got
0: I know they got Michigan State and then maybe Michigan and then maybe Purdue, but man, they got some length. They got
1: some. They get they beat Illinois. And I mean, they've got guards that like some gritty kind okay, of those are my two of guards. I'd say you were onto something with Maryland, except for the fact that they ended the regular season losing to Northwestern and Penn State, and Penn State smoked them in the last 10 minutes of Sunday Night's game. I
0: think they were playing for that seed to play for the eight seed. They don't want the seven seed would have done them no good. Eight seed gives you a chance.
1: Yeah, but but against the Michigan State team that's fresh off of wins against Illinois, Ohio State, and Michigan, like and you got Aaron Henry playing at his best, Tom Izzo. It's March, so obviously. Can I
0: ask where those three games were played?
1: I'm pretty sure it was in East Lansing. Yeah, it
0: was. All right, so their game does not travel, is what I'm telling you. All right, that ugly basketball brand of basketball that Michigan State plays does not play well in Indianapolis.
1: Just telling you. Well, Maryland didn't play well at home against Penn State, so I'd be you watch your mouth. I'd be, I'd be cautious on the Terps.
0: All right, so Illinois is a heavy favorite, I would say, to win the Big Ten tournament. True or false?
1: Heavy, no, but what favorite, sure. All right, why not heavy? Because like Michigan's still in the Big Ten, and like Eli Brooks, I mean, okay, even if he's not back, they still have three of the top ten players in the conference. Okay. So a favor. Yeah. All right. Hey, what does this do for recruiting? I keep hearing
0: this Burnett kid's going to say yes to Illinois any day now. Sure. Why hasn't he? Uh, well,
1: one, I'm not sure like he's that close to saying yes to anybody. But two, like, I'm um, – going through senior night, I think maybe he may alleviated some concerns, but I think he's going to wait to make sure that Io's not going to be around just in case – Because those are the minutes that he wants. Um, This run being a number one seed is not going to hurt them recruiting wise, and like there's work to be done in the 2021 class, mostly through the transfer portal, which really won't get you know kicking until after the tournament, well after teams are done. So that's a that's a problem for future Brad Underwood. Right now he's got a try and lead this team to a national title.
0: All right. Uh, enjoy was Matt Daniels, Sports Editor of the News Gazette, wrote about it over the weekend in Sunday's paper, the social media aspect of uh, some of those videos, those locker room videos. are spectacular. Uh,
1: yeah, and the one from Saturday, if you watch all the way to the end where Brad Underwood basically tackled DeMonte Williams. Um, scary scene. Well, sort of. And he mentioned, Underwood mentioned it, You know, after the game was like, you know, Demonte made him look like a good coach by shutting down EJ Liddell at the end of the game. Maybe should have, I don't know, made that defensive switch a little earlier because EJ got hot and he was the reason Ohio State was looking like it might pull off the win. But, you know, Demonte hit that big three because if it's a catch and shoot three, he's going to make it. And I'm not sure why opposing defenses like still don't cover him on the perimeter. Better for Illinois, I suppose, but. And then like, EJ was really hurting, either Kofi or Georgie, pulling them away from the basket. Um, not so much DeMonte. So key, key role.
0: Good yeah. stuff. Love those locker room videos. I, I don't know when that trend started, maybe four or five years ago. Um, but they keep getting better with new antics.
1: Yeah, every I think time. my favorite part of Saturdays was like Adam Miller just sort of hovering in the corner with the Gatorade cooler full of water to dump on Brad Underwood. Like, he was just he was just waiting for his moment.
0: All right, the next uh, time that might happen will uh, probably be Sunday, about 4.45 our time, when Illinois uh, uh, wins the Big Ten tournament. Then they probably, in years past when this happened, when they used to be good and they used to make the Big Ten title game, they'll just pull up a seat somewhere in that big old stadium and watch... Uh, Collection Sunday, maybe, or maybe they won't. With COVID, don't know.
1: Yeah, I have no idea how that's going to work this year. Um, other than like, it's going to be a pretty stress free Sunday, no matter yeah if they're playing or not. Like they're in for the first time in eight years, and not only are they in, they're number one seed. Which like last year would have been the next step to get to this point. So it didn't happen, and it's like, oh, we'll just hit fast forward now. Illinois, is the top three team in the country.
0: And uh, a bummer for fans. Usually, it's you can't wait to see where they're going to go for the first round. And get those tickets to San Diego or uh, Austin or somewhere on the East Coast, but it's back to Indiana.
1: Yeah, or staying in Indiana, like right. Illinois might not come home. Uh, I mean, there's they could be in Bloomington or West Lafayette. There's that, that option.
0: Um, Did you just say left Lafayette, Lafayette? I don't know. It's West Lafayette. All right, pronounce it like you're from Indiana. Richie, Thank you're
1: from that. Eureka, after all. Thank God I'm not from Indiana. <laughs> um so yeah, it could be one of those, too. Odds are, since there's four venues in Indianapolis, it's like, more like yeah. they will be at one of those. We're pulling for Hinkle. Cross your fingers for yep.
0: All right, Scott, Richie, you're doing great work. Keep it up. You're entering the stretch run of a magnificent season. Uh, looking forward to your coverage the rest of the way. We'll see you next Monday regardless. Yeah, I'll be back
1: Okay, in between. Good.
0: Thank you for sticking with us little yeah. little people.
1: Well, I mean, if I get another cameo on Sports Center, I'm out. <laughs>
0: All right, we'll see you guys next uh Monday.